On today's special Festivus episode, Jason Burke from Inside the AIDS joins me on our annual tradition of all things Festivus and baseball. We're talking about all that and more on this episode of Locked On Rangers. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked onto the World Series champion Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, a cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan, covering this team for 10 seasons, including all five as the founder and host of this podcast. Thank you all so much for joining me every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can follow the show at Locked On Rangers. You can join, follow my guest, Jason Burke, at by Jason B, who runs inside the A's, former Locked On A's host, year four of the Festivus pod. And uh, before we get into today's show, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Jason, happy Festivus. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, Festivus is wonderful. I'm very excited about the 2024 Oakland Athletics they're building something special here in Oakland. I can't wait to watch it for the entirety of my life. Uh, for the entirety of your life? Uh, yes. Don't you know that they're they're leaving for, for Vegas? What? I've <laughs> never heard of this. This sucks. Good thing we're going to be doing airing of the grievances because I got some bones to pick with you people. <laughs> you definitely have some bones to pick if you are a new listener to this show this is uh the fourth year that we have done this a, a annual tradition one of my favorite shows to do uh, this is technically airing on friday the day before festivus so it is technically an early fest this is the festivus miracle for you the fans coming a day early on a friday as opposed to a saturday um what this is if you have not watched the show seinfeld this is a what, 25, 30-year-old joke that we recycled <laughs> for content because it is the dead of winter um, and we are here to make the content. So there are three parts of this Festivus show. There is the first segment, the airing of grievances because we got a lot of problems with you people and you're going to hear about them. Um, then there is segment two, the feats of strength. We choose our champion. Last year, we had two guests on the show, Nick Moransky, who was the host of Locked on White Sox back in the day. And um, Scott Bentley, who was the host, I guess still is the host of Locked on Tigers. A great show. I'll put the uh, link to the card uh, right here on the YouTube if you are watching on YouTube. And then the last part of the show is the Festivus Miracles, either Festivus, celebrating Festivus Miracles of the past or hoping for Festivus Miracles of the future. Now, let's start with the airing of grievances. Uh, Jason, I'll... I'll let you go first because I feel like you have a few more grievances to air from the 2023 season than I do. Here's the thing. I didn't have to prepare anything because, oh my God, what an awful season this has been <laughs> for just being a baseball fan. I know that, you know, Bryce has his sad boy shtick and all that, but it's uh, retired. You still get the team and they, they built a World Series winner. My team, uh, they might be done in Oakland, the, the city that I've watched them in for over, oh, I'm not 50, but they've been there for 55 years. Uh, and they, they might be leaving after this season. We don't know where they're going to play from 25, 2025 to 2027. And uh, that sucks because I went there with my grandpa and my dad. And I 
now cover games there. And uh, I wanted to take my son there and, you know, build up those memories. And that stinks um, that that isn't an option anymore. And, you know, that a lot of people are going to be like, well, just be a Giants fan. They're right there. Uh, one, uh, they they suck and I don't like them. And two, it's way more expensive there. Uh, and those aren't the same memories. And that the, the hard part for me, and I think a lot of A's fans with just, just picking a new team is um, like those fan bases have established memories. Like the, the Rangers have, I have a very different memory of the 20, the game 162 in 2012 than Bryce Patterson does. Uh, I celebrated that. <laughs> He does not like that moment when Josh Hamilton drops that ball off the bat of UNSS for this. Um, uh, ocular keratitis, he, how dare you? And, and it's just one of those things where the memories aren't the same. You're not going to have that shared fandom. And I know that people can like just jump into fandom, but I don't think that they usually have that uh, like deep attachment to a previous team when they do that. And so it's just a, an awful situation. And uh, I'm not very thrilled with uh with john fisher also the a's of late have been turning off their comments on social media or their replies and that's uh just class a work right there you can mute those you guys it's fine you just mute them you don't have to see them but let people do their thing and that's social media management 101 right there just mute them it's fine you don't have to participate uh but bryce uh what what are you what are you actually complaining about right now (laughs) have they not signed uh, I don't know that uh, Yamamoto yet. Well, they, they missed out on Otani. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, last year listening to the grievances that I aired, uh, it was not about how my team being bad, but the disrespect around my team. And I feel like I was pretty spot on. I was like, the Rangers are going to be good in 2023 and people don't realize it. And wow. was I, you know, prescient with that one, like just absolutely saw the future. I knew exactly right then the Rangers were winning the world series. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> no, my, my grievance is, is with my team, uh, you know, and their contract dispute with Bally Sports reverting to broke boy syndrome, which is uh, for me personally, the the content creator, the guy who um, makes podcasts about transactions and trades and things happening. There's been nothing. There's been there's been basically nothing. There's been a Tyler Malley signing. signing. There's been a Kirby Yates signing. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. Austin Hedges is, is gone. Salute to a hero. Martin Perez, Chris Stratton, Will Smith, all gone. Uh, salute to World Series champions. Um, they all sign with the Royals? No, Martin Perez is in Pittsburgh. Austin uh, Hedges uh, back in Cleveland where they loved him. And I love the Cleveland Guardians social team. They are fantastic. And they tweeted out a picture of him shirtless celebrating with champagne in the signing graphic. And it was just perfect um but stratton and will smith both on the kansas city royals but i just i'm just poking my my club with the stick it's like do something do do something please for me personally um but yeah no my grievances with with baseball in general are just are more just with john fisher like i i love the a's being the rival they've been so bad the last couple years i've forgotten what how much they annoyed me and just bringing up that 2012 just irks me to my like i forgot what it was like to have a feisty oakland a's team like these guys are not actually that good why are they winning they're so annoying to play against but like the fan base people like you who have those memories i love a's fans especially a's fans on twitter like that might be my favorite online fan base is yeah. is A's Twitter. They are very witty and funny and, you know, laugh at themselves and um, 
poke you and annoy you in just just all the right ways that the best online fan bases do. And <clears throat> losing that is if they do lose that and John Fisher doesn't find a way to screw it up, <laughs> given everyone bending over backwards to cater to him and his whims of running this team into the ground just to make some money and move them to Oakland basically for free. And every other owner is like, you know what? Sure. Fine. We'll just let you do this because we're annoyed with you. Um, it's bad for baseball and it sucks. Um, and I think it's going to rob a lot of the heart from baseball. Not that Vegas doesn't deserve a baseball team. They should get an expansion team, but taking away a team with the history and the fan base and the culture around Oakland is crappy for the sport. And I hate that everyone is just sitting around having to watch this play out and feel very helpless in the middle of it. And I can't even imagine what it's like to be an ace fan, seeing it play out in front of you. Uh, it, it's a lot of disbelief and like hoping for miracles. Um, but I mean, for the most part, I think that a lot of people are just like, you know, either I'm done with baseball, which is not a win for baseball because they're not going to just go be Giants fans. Yep. Um, or they're going to root for somebody else, but they're not going to follow this team. And that's going to make all the projections that the A's have to meet in Las Vegas very difficult to achieve when you're counting on selling out the ballpark every year for 30 years in order to just pay the bonds that they're getting. Uh, it's it's wild that this is seen as like good economically for everybody involved. I'm like this, this, I would like to see if it wasn't my team moving to that part in Las Vegas, it'd be kind of cool. I would want to check it out, but I have a deep connection with this team and I don't want to ever go to Vegas again at this point in time. Um, <laughs> and it, it's not like their fault. They saw an opportunity. They're going with it. It's cheaper for the city to do it this way, as opposed to, you know, our expansion team and doing all that lobbying. They're kind of, the ace just kind of fell in their laps and that's, you can't really fault them for that, but it's still not, uh, you, you don't feel good about that either. So um, yeah, it's just not a fun situation overall. And a lot of ace fans are just kind of like, eh, what, whatever. There's going to be stuff that happens next year. Um, Ace fans are already planning a boycott of opening day, but they're all going to show up and just sit in the parking lot and have cell flags. And um, it should be something for sure. Um, <laughs> if, you know, you get 3,000 people, which is not a lot, that's, and they all have flags. That That's a, that's a picture right there. That's, that's going to make some headlines. And uh, we've seen that they can get, close to 30,000 people for the reverse boycotts and stuff like that, even though people have been turned off by this team for uh, basically John Fisher's entire tenure as the owner. So um, still showing up to do all that stuff. Well, it, it's going to be interesting because I would like to just write about the team, but I, I don't get to do that anymore. I get to write about <laughs> Vegas and economics and uh, how everything works surrounding the A's and not necessarily about the team anymore. And that kind of frustrates me. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. And you might need to you know, okay. show off your your strength to to vent out that frustration coming up yes. and look at the feats of strength. The champion from last year, pick our winners for this year. Right after this, we're from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. It's $150 if your team wins. 
If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. It's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. You got the NFL season going on right now. Um, there's another team in the uh, the Bay Area that is is doing well, an NFL team, and uh, a certain team in, in my area, uh, the NFL team and the, the Dallas Cowboys, could see a Niners and Cowboys NFC Championship, which we've never, ever seen before, and one of those teams could win the Super Bowl. So if you want to go check out the money lines on that, head to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, let's look at the feats of strength. Last year, we had uh, four different people on here. Scheduling conflicts made it difficult to have four people on this year. But last year... We had the Tigers, the White Sox, Rangers, and the A's all picking our feats of straight champion. Last year, the champion was me picking Corey Seager over, I can't even remember who you picked, someone who had fewer home runs than Corey Seager. <laughs> but um, for the Tigers champion, uh, that young man, Scott, he, he picked Javi Baez, who had a whopping nine home runs last year, which, oh boy, that was... That he was plays rough. good defense. <clears throat> Nope, no, he does not. <laughs> Didn't he? I, I swear I looked this up and I was like, no, he's still pretty decent. Uh, no, a 593 OPS. Good lord, Javi Baez. That was oh, that was rough. Um, then we had uh, a White Sox man, Nick, who was picking Eloy Jimenez, could have picked. A different White Sox, um, but didn't. Somebody who was in the home run derby. Even. Someone uh, named Luis Robert. He was very close. He almost picked Luis Robert, who had 38 home runs. But instead, he went with Eloy Jimenez, who had 18 home runs. Um, more than Javi Baez by double. <laughs> not a bad choice. Uh, not by a comparison. Not a bad choice. Um, then you picked Seth Brown. Yeah. Because you were very optimistic that he would stay on the team. But hey, he stayed on the team. Yeah. Didn't trade him. That's nice. 14 home runs. Not great. Um, my pick. Okay. Well, th there's some stuff that went into that. that he, there was. He, he missed a month early in the season. And at that point, Brett Rooker was not getting regular playing time. And then mm -hmm. because Seth Brown got hurt, Brent Rooker got regular playing time. And then just, I don't know, uh, turned into baseball God for a little bit there. And <laughs> he, he did pretty good. So um, it hurt his, his playing time overall, uh, getting hurt right there. And... There you go. That, that's why he lost. I that's guess. why he lost. Yeah. yeah uh, so I picked Marcus Simeon, who had 29. And then you said, no, I'm actually going to force you to pick Jonah Heim, which even if that was the case, Marcus <laughs> Simeon had 29. Jonah Heim had 18. So if I was forced to actually pick Jonah Heim, me and Nick would have tied with 18 with Aloy Jimenez and Jonah Heim. But I am claiming Marcus Simeon as I picked him um, back to back. Feats of strength champs for me. Feeling pretty great about that. Jason, who will be your feats of strength champion for the 2024 Oakland Athletics? I, I think we need to go into trades here. Like, <laughs> if I pick somebody and they get traded, I don't know, before the season or at the trade deadline, do all of their home runs count or is it just their home runs with the A's? I'll, I'll be generous and say all of their home runs count. Whether okay. they're in right now, they are an Oakland A, unless you pick someone who is, is not 
um, you want, like, like, oh, actually, uh, in retrospect, oh, Sean, Sean Murphy, um, <laughs> or <laughs> Matt Medelson, <laughs> one Ray, he counts now. Um, no, if they are on the Oakland A's right now, or I guess just during the 2023 season, then we'll go ahead and be generous uh, we, in the holiday spirit and count those for the uh, the A's drafted a, a little known slugger way back when his name is Aaron Judge. Um, he did not sign with them. <laughs> he, he went back and played some more baseball and then got drafted by the Yankees. But uh, I'm going to pick him, I think. He was in the organization at some point. No, no, and, no. I said 2023. <laughs> um, I mean, the obvious choice would be Brett Rooker. Uh, he's projected for 26 home runs next year. He hit 30 last year. So mm-hmm. he seems like the guy. He seems like the safe bet. I could also go Zach Geloff, who had one heck of a second half of the season in his debut. He debuted the first day of the second half, and he hit 13, 14 home runs, stole 14, 14 home home, uh, bases. He was pretty good. He was really good. Do I just double those and hope for 28 from this young guy, or is he going to have a sophomore slump? I don't know. I'm going to be optimistic. I think that Brent Rooker is probably the smart choice. I'm not a smart guy. I'm going to go with Zach Geloff because I think that he can – at his peak, he can go 30-30. And I want to see that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna will this into existence or curse him. I don't know what I'm doing, but Zach Galoff is my pick. Uh second baseman for the 112 loss Oakland A's. <laughs> Honestly, a solid pick. Like a really, really impressive uh rookie showcase. Um, I am declaring a new rule just to to make it make it harder on myself uh that you can't pick repeat this will not this will no this will not this will not affect the a's because there's new players every single day i cannot pick the same champion twice um i don't remember who i was picking before um joey gallo well i I, i'm sure i did i absolutely did the first year yeah that sounds right um then the second year i guess i picked Corey seager and then and then it was marcus simeon so this is year four all right so none of those guys um I can't pick Joey. Oh, be there's fun. no other options for you to choose from. Oh, oh. no. Who am I going to? I guess I'm going to have to go with uh, Adolis Garcia. Uh, oh. I could have gone with Nathaniel Lowe. I thought about it. Um, or Josh Young, my boy. But the guy coming off a 39 homer season, uh, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet off of one of the greatest postseason runs any hitter has ever had. Absolute mm-hmm. joy to watch. And uh, I remember just as recently as before last year, people were thinking, is this a Dulles Garcia guy legit? I mean, he had that all-star run and he was like, okay, he's like, he's fine, serviceable maybe, but he's, he's really, the drop-off is coming and it, it has not been coming. It will <laughs> not be coming. He has three more seasons under contract with the Rangers and ALCS MVP under his belt, two all-star appearances, a gold glove. I'm pretty sure he has a silver slugger. If not, then he deserves one post <laughs> retroactively. Um, but yeah, Adolis Garcia as my 2024 feats of strength champion. I feel pretty good about that. If we wanted to pick one for the Tigers and and White Sox, we pour one out for those Ooh, guys. Let's do it. Um, um, who's on those teams? Um, <laughs> well, <clears throat> Spencer Torkelson would have been a good choice. He had 31 home runs this year. Or you could go with Riley Green. Um, but no, they, since they are not here, they do not get a feats of strength champion. They will be eliminated from the 2024 competition coming up. We're going to talk about our festivus miracles, celebrate ones of the past, um, especially a very depressing plea from the tigers last year. <laughs> talk about some festivus miracles. We hope come true for the Oakland A's in 2024. Right after this word from our sponsors.
Now, last year, there were quite a few Festivus pleas for miracles. Some of them were heard. Some of them were unheard. My Festivus miracle of, of the past that I was celebrating last year was Corey Seager being healthy for a full season. So hoping uh, it was nice uh, playing 150 games. That didn't happen. Well, I guess I don't know if he fully got to 150 games if you add in the postseason, but he missed some time this year, but was still absolutely fantastic and 119 games second in the MVP voting, um, which I guess t- technically means first now that Shohei's gone. I think legally that uh, AL MVP now goes yeah, to Corey Seager. I think Seager. it reverts back to him now. <clears throat> yeah, and then Marcus Simeon finished second, so um, that Maybe. was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah the Solid highest finish for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly what you were hoping for. Um, and the the miracle that I was hoping for for 2023 was a healthy Jacob deGrom season. I did not get that, but I got a World Series, which is a better Festivus miracle than I could have ever possibly hoped for. And uh, it's hard to complain about literally anything. I'll still find a way um, because, you know, that's what I do. Um, the White Sox, uh, their hope. Professor's miracle was keep spending American dollars in this competitive window. Well, that competitive window was already closed. They did not keep spending American dollars. <laughs> and uh, so sorry, Nick, but whew, it was a rough 2023 for the yeah. White Sox. Um, for the A's, um, your Festivus miracle was people keep going to A's games. Um, that didn't happen either. Uh, they went to one game. They very much went to one game in the two, reverse. They, well, technically, they went to three. They went to opening day and then two reverse boycott games. <laughs> there you go. They they showed three games. Uh, solid showing. Um, and then the Tigers. That was, oh, it was so rough. The, the the plea from Scott was for anything good to happen. He was like, I'm not, I don't care. Just something good happened for the Tigers. That man was broken by his baseball team. And, and some good things did happen for the Tigers. You know, Spencer Torkelson looked good. Um, Andy Abanez was somehow a two war player, which uh, blows my mind to this day. Kerry um, Carpenter had some, some nice moments. Riley Green had some nice moments. So it, it, things are improving for. Also, they had a winning boy. record on the road. They That's clinched weird. that in Oakland. Uh, but yeah, they had a winning record last season on the road. That's not a bad sign for a team that, I mean, this division kind of sucks. So yeah. um, maybe, maybe that's good for them. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I like them. I like what they're doing. I'd like to see them win the AL central next year. I don't know if they're going to make enough moves to make it happen, but they're, they're, they're getting close. So keep, keep your chin up, Scotty. Yeah, keep your chin up, Scotty. Definitely. Um, I will go first with my my asking for I guess appreciating a Festivus miracle of the past. Obviously, um, the Rangers winning the World Series that was a Festivus miracle, if ever I've seen one. Maybe just a regular miracle. It was just beautiful, chaotic, the weirdest run of the playoffs. Like, just of course it was because this team was so incredibly weird in 2023, and uh, not that anyone really could have predicted it. I mean, I did. Um, kind of just <laughs> based on nothing logical and sound read. I did pick in my playoff picks before the postseason started. I really did. And I tweeted it out and everyone's like, wow, you idiot, you absolute moron. You're so dumb. <laughs> and then here I was bumping it two months later or like a month later. I'm like, I called it. I was right. <laughs> I was not basing it off anything logical or reasonable. It was purely off of delusion and the delusion came true. Um, what a lovely Festivus miracle that was um, that I don't have to be sad about sports ever again because the Rangers won the World Series. And so I'm like, look, look at look at Corey Seager hit home run. Look at El Bombi hit walk off home run in the 11th. Uh, nothing you can do can make me sad anymore. But a future Festivus miracle. I'm hoping that the ballet sports situation 
gets rectified or that Bally Sports stops existing and something better comes along and uh, makes my team and other teams stop crying broke and just lets people watch baseball games in their home market without having to jump through a bazillion hoops or pay $200 a month in cable fees just to watch the freaking sports teams in their area. It, it should not be that difficult. It somehow has become more and more and more difficult every single year. And I think that was the entire game plan of Bally is just let's make it really hard for these people to watch these teams. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe we'll make some money doing it. And uh, clearly they didn't make enough money as they are going bankrupt. Jason, what is your hope for a festivist miracle for 2024? So I think judging by how it worked for you last season, if I wish into existence a healthy year for Jacob deGrom, I can get anything. Is that, is that how this works? I think so. Okay. So, so I, my festivist miracle <laughs> is going to be Jacob deGrom staying healthy, well, which will in turn coming, to either coming. today's world series, which would be great before they potentially leave town or, uh, John Fisher watching the Grinch movie for the first time and seeing how the Grinch can change and his heart can grow uh, all of those sizes. Is it three sizes? Three sizes. Um, and then maybe he has a change of heart and, I don't know, sells the team and just disappears. That would be great. I would like that a lot. Uh, obviously, my festivist miracle is that the A's stay in Oakland without John Fisher attached. That would be wonderful. I mean... Beggars can't be choosers at this point. I'll take John Fisher owning this team because someday he will not own this team and I will live to see that day. Uh, and that would be something that, that would be my world series is whenever he sells the team. <laughs> it's it's going to be the, uh, there's going to be so, parades for weeks on end in the cities of, in, in the city of Oakland down on Lake Barrett. It's going to be, it would be amazing. That's, that's what I want. Um, also, just because I don't know that this story got through to Rangers fans, um, I think it's hilarious, though. But this is the Las Vegas Review Journal. They are basically the propaganda arm of the A's. They are also the paper of record in Nevada, but they just publish puff pieces about the A's situation without like facts or reporting that they have like lobbyists for the A's working for them <laughs> and representing them. It's wild. But paper of record in Nevada, who is struggling with education. So there's that. Anyways, so they reported, they wrote a story with, here's the lead of this story, by the way. It's uh, all about how John Fisher wants to use some of the Fisher family art gallery and put it into the new ballpark in Las Vegas. Dumb premise. That sounds like an awful idea for a baseball thing. I wrote an entire column just making fun of it. And I thought it was great. Um, but the, the lead to this article says Art Howe was once the manager of the A's. And now people in Vegas will be wondering, Art Howe? And that that ran in the paper of record in Nevada. So chase your dreams, people, because it can't get worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God goodness that was that looks funny and i should share it with people that might not have heard that story in our I... like necessarily plugged into a's news because that shit was funny sorry for swearing um <laughs> we're, we're 27 minutes and it's fine <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's, it's a festivist miracle that it, so my festivist miracle is uh the a's stay obviously that that would be nice or you know at, at the very least i'm going to be trying to create some memories with 
my my young little boy and take him to some baseball games this year before uh before they leave because that would suck um i'd also like them to stick around for a few more years because my job kind of relies on them being around <laughs> um so that would be nice as well and also i could create some of those memories that he might actually remember um since he's almost two so i'd like him to be slightly older <laughs> but hey we'll have pictures it'll be great so those are my my things um yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with all that i'm sure that uh, my guess is january maybe february we find out where the a's plan to play in 25 and 26 and 27 and uh, that interim period so oh keep gosh. your eye out for that at inside the a's.com inside the a's.com your source for everything oakland a's and um actual news and reporting i'm hoping to make the trip to oakland oakland is the only california major league baseball stadium i have not been to um so i'm hoping to make that trek this year get to be uh, but i I want to set your expectations a little bit lower because there's not an art gallery at this ballpark so i know that actually i didn't want you to be expecting an art gallery when you get there art how (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe that that is uh certainly a choice but i i am looking forward to my first trip to well i guess not to the bay area i've been to the bay area um, twice once Went to a San Francisco Giants game, which was fun. Um, the A's were not in town at the time. Otherwise, I would have made it a doubleheader. But yeah. um, looking forward to my first trip to the Coliseum, to the culture of Oakland, and uh, you know, maybe encouraging one or two of my my fellow, uh, my mutuals that are A's fans. Like, all right, make the exception of, of giving John Fisher money just this one time um, because I am there. <laughs> and other than that, not a dime to that man uh Bad things upon him. Yeah, I, uh, some PB and J so that the concessions don't get paid for. Yes, I will stock up on food beforehand and afterward, um, so that the only money that of mine that John Fisher will get will be the three dollars I spend on my ticket to watch the World Series champion at Texas Rangers. <laughs> hopefully, bludgeon the A's or predictably lose a very frustrating one nothing game in Oakland. That would be more fitting, honestly. Um, watching the reigning World Series champs lose an insanely mind-numbing game to the A's because that is what they do. That is why they are beloved and they are the pesky scrappy team that hopefully will stay in Oakland for another 50 plus years because of the Grinch movie making an impact on John Fisher's heart. But (laughs) even if our fastest miracles don't come true, the fastest miracle of Jason joining me for a fourth straight fastest edition, that is enough to keep my heart growing three sizes today, tomorrow and beyond and enjoying a little bit of Festivus cheer in this holiday season. Jason, where can the fine folks listening to Lockdown Rangers find you in all of your good work? Uh, I am over at ByJasonB on Twitter, or X if you want to call it that. I don't, but it's Twitter. Um, <laughs> and all of my work that I do currently is either at sportsnot.com. I uh, write a couple of columns there every week, uh, just talking about baseball in general and the transactions and how those affect people. And also, uh, as we've mentioned a few times, uh, my stuff at Inside the A's. I don't know that it's actually .com. I don't know that that actually works. It's si.com slash MLB slash athletics uh, is definitely the URL that will work for sure, where you can do a bunch of, just go to buy Jason B on Twitter and click on the link. It's, it's that easy. But there's <laughs> stuff there for you all the time, uh, just making fun of mostly John Fisher. I, I try to not take it out on the, the roster so there's that. that's fair 
Yeah. That's fair. But hey, thank you so much for joining me. Hopefully we can do this again next year, maybe with some some good news about the A's staying in Oakland and who knows. But either way, it is an absolute festivus joy and pleasure to have you on every single year. Thank you all so much for listening and subscribing. And until next time, don't forget to enjoy Festivus and World Series champion Texas Rangers baseball. <laughs>